Hello and welcome to the Holmes Politicast Special Thanksgiving Edition. Woo! I'm Thomas. And I'm Jim. And we are we have come together for this Thanksgiving. Um, we're hoping to do this a little bit more often, but uh, we're coming together and we're putting together a show for you. It's, we're just kind of talking about everything that's been going on. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll be talking about uh, the the national election, um, Governor Whitmer, uh, her new lockdowns, her Times nomination. Everybody's really excited about that. I know especially our listeners. Oh, yeah. Yes, everybody loves it. Um, we're going to be talking about... Crap, what else did I say, Jim? Um, um, I don't know. I think that it might have covered... Uh, there probably was other things. We'll, we might think of it as we go. Yeah, we'll just get the ball rolling here, yeah. and then uh, we'll get get back with you on what, what all we're going to talk about. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Here's the intro. All right, so Thomas Fry and Jim Cooper in the same room together. That's right. With microphones. <laughs> this is scary. With right. microphones. <laughs> yep. Uh, on a brand new rig that I got, it's mm-hmm. it's a nice little thing. So it is. You can actually hear both of us, guys. This is like this is groundbreaking. All right, so we're gonna be getting into all the news. We're gonna get, quit quit bragging about my my stuff and get into the news. Um, <laughs> so Donald Trump is possibly going to lose the election we both think he has a a pretty bad shot at actually becoming the president um but i think there's a bigger chance than jim does so we're gonna hash this out yeah Um, okay this is where we disagree okay because yeah you mentioned before the show that we disagree and i was thinking what what could we possibly disagree on this with this but okay i think he has a bigger shot than you do okay and uh, uh, why do you think he has a bigger shot? All right, because of so I've talked about this a lot on my show. Oh, okay. Because of ah oh, crap. I hope that didn't show up on the. Uh, <laughs> oh well, if it did, you know that's that's just in here. I'm not going back over and going <laughs> this thing. Uh, so I've read a lot in the Epic Times, uh, which is I'm familiar with the Epic okay. Times. Yeah, the, yeah, great publication. A little more. Right. Yes, definitely. They're not. But, they're not the liberal. But no. But okay. But they okay. Do great, what it, but they do great reporting. It doesn't mean that they're not good reporters. But yes. I just know that they lean more to the right. Though. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I'm a subscriber. I I oh, okay. am actually subscribed to their news channel, so mm-hmm. um, I get access to all their stuff, and I love oh, it. Okay. So I've been following the election, um, and interestingly enough, when everybody else was calling it, the Epic Times was not, huh. and um, they said, you know, we've got contested results possibly uh, we've got allegations of voter fraud we've got promises of legal lawsuits you know we're not going to call this thing before the states certify their votes mm-hmm. so that gave me a lot of respect for them mm-hmm. right off the bat just because like they obviously weren't being partisan about it they were just saying look these states have not certified their results yet we cannot call this in good faith Mm-hmm. Without these states certifying their results, okay. Even Fox News, Fox News jumped on. They called it before anybody else did. I was so oh, like surprised. Yeah, they yeah. Did. yeah. They they were calling some before anybody. Okay, but anyway, I'm getting off topic. Oh, okay, okay. I'm getting off topic. So, uh, the reason why I think Trump has a bigger okay um, a bigger chance than you do is because 
um, these individual lawsuits, uh, they don't have a lot of actual substance yet. Right. Um, some of right. them do. Some of them have, you know, in Michigan, we've got 130 sworn affidavits of uh, voter irregularity, voter fraud. Um, we've got, you know, allegations of um, Republicans being kept out of the TFC, TCF. It's TCF, isn't it? TCF Center in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's in our, our own state. Uh, we've got allegations. Um, let's see. In Pennsylvania. Uh, no. All right. So there's. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to adjust my volume uh, on the fly here and talk on the show. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing poorly at it. Um, okay. So. Uh, Wisconsin looks like looks like it's going to go for uh, Biden. Um, right, right. So in Michigan, um, there is a suit going on from Sidney Powell. I don't know if you've heard about her and what she's alleging. Yeah. I thought it was pretty crackpot at first. Um, yeah. The Epic Times did some reporting on what she's actually out alleging, mm. who she's got talking to her, and there's mm. a lot of uh, so there's an uh, uh, an actual government official or an ex government official of Venezuela mm. that will testify to Dominion's um, ability to be hacked. Um, she's actually got a lot of like what people would call quote unquote experts. You know, the people that generally we trust to run our entire society, the people that the Democrats have been telling us to look to for, mm -hmm. you know, years. Uh, they they have evidence that Dominion voting systems is open to fraud um, mm. and very open to fraud. Mm. Um, there's allegations from a an uh, gosh, sorry, I'm getting my. Um, I think it was Arizona. I think it was a Republican in Arizona. Okay. And now I forgot where I was going with it. So because because I just remember that in Pennsylvania, a judge just ruled, according to the Epic Times, that uh, the Republicans or they didn't rule. He wrote an opinion that the Republicans will likely win a Pennsylvania election lawsuit. Um, huh. Let me see. Just real quick. Oh, be okay. So I remember why. Because the um, the change to um, mail-in voting and sending out absentee ballots was not ratified in the Constitution in the um, Nevada Const or Pennsylvania Constitution mm. before it was enacted. So Republicans sued in the state saying that this was an illegitimate election because it was not done by the Electoral Procedure and. Uh, mm. And so, and it was not, the, this procedure that we used was not ratified in the Constitution. So, hmm. um, if we get a, if we get judges that rule constitutionally without fear of repercussions, like riots and mm -hmm. um, Democrat violence, then I think Trump has a shot at being elected again. Because there was so much massive voter fraud. The reason I think that he has a... Sm or the reason that I don't think it'll, it'll actually happen or come to fruition okay. is because of that fear. I think that oh, I think I, I mean Republican judges know if they overturn this election, mm -hmm. even if they have the the judicial right, and even if they have enough evidence to do so, they still may not do it because fear of the riots. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that. I I don't. 
I'm not saying there's not any evidence. Like you might be right. I've never researched it. It did sound kind of crackpot to me. Some of the stuff that I heard. Yeah, me too. But when she first came out, with it, it is possible. Uh, but I don't because of what you said. I don't think that they're going to change uh, the election at this point. I just think it would be suicide, political suicide, and it would just create so much turmoil. Yeah. You know. Um, well, I mean, that's what judges are for. I mean. But I mean, I mean, it would just it would call into question all the elections. Oh yeah. You know, we'd have to rethink. You know, the judges who were elected. Well, how do we know your election was? You know, then you'd have people fighting. Yeah. Let's 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 check you the ballots to see if you're legitimate. And you know, and then you know, it just if you follow it down, you know, to every house seat, every you know, we can question every one of them. We'd have to recount everything, and you know, and then what happens if we find out hypothetically that the judge wasn't qualified does that mean all of his decisions then have to be reversed because he wasn't legally elected you know i think it would just open up a can of worms so i think because of that even if it is fraudulent i think they're just going to say let's just slide this under the <laughs> under the carpet you know just well you know yeah i just i just i mean my my argument was not that this was a totally free and fair election and that joe biden won by such a large majority or anything like that just that at this point, whether it was right or not, the media has called it. Everyone seems to have accepted it. The government's accepted it. The media's accepted it. Everyone, you know, I I just don't see them stopping at this point and being like, oops, we made a mistake. We're going to throw all that out. And, you know, I, I just, it just seems like it would open up a huge constitutional problem as far as, you know, how do we deal with this? And, but it doesn't need to be addressed. I've had problems with these voting machines for a long time. Not, not, not mean I'd, I mean, not, not that I've had problems with them myself, but right. the concept of how we do elections, you know, like with the mail in or absentee ballots. And I mean, I'm not saying that in itself is fraudulent, but it does open up the door to fraud voting machines. You know, how do you know if your vote was actually counted, you know, um, or counted the right way, you know, yeah. you just slide it in there and it might say, you know, you actually, know. funny story. Um, after the election, mm-hmm. all these all these allegations of fraud started coming out. I actually called my uh, my local clerk to mm-hmm. see, you know, make sure. I was like, "Hey, um, I want to make sure that my vote was recorded the way I voted." Yeah. How do I do that? And she said, "Well, you can't. The voter the voter right. rolls are separated from you know it's mm-hmm. a secret ballot. So yeah, we it shows that you voted. You know, if if your if your vote went into that machine that." you know, may have been connected to the internet that mm-hmm. yeah. that runs some calculation to count for some reason instead of just tallying. Like, I don't understand what kind of software they're using and why we can't just demonstrate that it just reads, okay, this one, got to tick, got to tick, yeah. got to tick, got to tick, got to tick. Like, we don't even need these machines that are, are capable of hooking up to the internet. I don't understand that. Right. We don't need... um like all these votes on memory sticks that are coming up. We don't, what, why do we need that? Yeah. I I don't understand it. The, like technology is great for some things. Uh Um, putting all of our, our, uh, putting all of our reliance, I think into these machines that are, are, uh, you know, shown to be fraudulent, Uh shown to be open to, corruption i think it's stupid yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. i mean we have way too many allegations of just oh uh somebody messed up and And we've had these for for some reason yeah this isn't the first time it's not like they've worked perfectly oh yeah and now all of a sudden trump's yelling foul you know this is horrible i mean every 
every election, there's always people who say, oh, you know, we have, you know, people who have complained saying about my ballot wasn't accepted. It wasn't, you know, I didn't read it or whatever. You know, we've yeah. had problems for a long time. Yeah, I, you know, we've just become accustomed to sliding, or at least here in Michigan, we slide our ballots into that machine. And then we watch the news later and the news tells us, oh, there were 83,000 people who voted for this or that person. Yeah. How do we know they didn't? How do we know they didn't make that number up? <laughs> yeah, you know we don't know. We're just relying. It is on them. crazy how much we just actual you know we reliance. just slide it in there and then we just turn on the news later and I mean, we get told what the val- val- tallies were and who won and who. Th- we don't know. We have no way of knowing if that's true. Yeah, and there is some security in knowing yeah. that they keep the ballots. They can do a hand recount. You know, mm-hmm. if, if the thing is in contest. Yeah, but even that, like, especially with mail-in voting, like I've. Yeah. I've I just read a report again from the Epic Times that out of uh, another one of these swing states, like uh-huh. there was a jump from sixty-eight to a hundred and no thirteen thousand, not a hundred, thirteen thousand. So uh-huh. they they were voters, absentee voters, who either gave no birth date, uh, uh-huh. sex, um, or their home address was a casino or a temporary RV park. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it, 68 in yeah. the 2016 vote of those people of mm-hmm. those, what they call, they're called the, uh, um, un unfinished ballots. Oh, so it went from 68 in 2016 to 13,000 oh in 2020. And <laughs> just all of these, well, that shouldn't be allowed. I don't understand why they're allowing this stuff. Well, I, don't, I don't either. I, I have my guesses, but I don't know. But why. yeah, legally they would allow it. Um, and I, I don't understand. I like, I understand spineless judges not wanting to incite riots, but yeah. they are supposed to be political fodder. That's why they have lifetime appointments. You're, you're exactly right. They are supposed to take the hit and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have to worry about the consequences, like exactly. political consequences. Exactly. Because they don't have to worry about, what's, what am I going to do in the next election? Exactly. You know, so they can take hard, difficult stances yeah. without repercussions. I just don't think they have the spine to take the hit in this situation. I agree. I agree. Maybe, may, maybe they'll surprise me. I hope they do. Oh, my goodness. I hope they do. It, I it will would deal. be crazy. It yeah. would be crazy if they, I mean, of course... 2020 has been crazy anyway, so I wouldn't put anything. Crazy. I wouldn't put anything beneath 2020. <laughs> I would not either. Um, <laughs> so why not start the civil war to end off right, 2020? Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's not the only yes. thing we haven't had yet <laughs> this year. Um, oh, that's going to be really loud crap. I got to be careful with this thing. <laughs> this uh, this mic is too good now. Oh man. Oh shoot. Okay, continue. Well, I just I'm, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but I I tend to think like you that it's not going to change the outcome. But um, you you just never know. I guess there is a little more to it than I knew before we started talking. Yeah. I didn't realize there was this much. It just seemed Giuliani and Sidney Powell just seemed a little out there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they some did. Of the, of and course, they do. The you... presenters, too, the way they present themselves isn't exactly. Yeah. You know, like, the you know, it doesn't look like the best of the best. You know, no. they come out there and they have trouble. Well, Sidney Powell just seems real strict and like, you know, almost like a like a nurse ratchet kind of, you know, very, yeah. you know, and Rudy Giuliani just seems like he's lost a few brain cells over the years. Um, you know, he just doesn't, can't put sentences together real well. And, you know, he just, he just doesn't come off real professional, but I guess there might be some merit. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but yeah. Yeah. They're unconventional. I think, I think some of it is their imaging too in the media. 
you know, they love to image. Well, Ru- Giuliani. Oh, you're talking I about how the media portrays yeah, them? Yeah. Yeah. I Giuliani, I can't really give a defense for because he did a- appear on with uh, Sh- Sasha Conan Barrett yeah, to humiliate himself. But. Yeah. Yeah, you might, you're right about Sidney Powell. I, I guess I was kind of wrong about that. I've, I've only seen her from the media shows, and yeah. she just looks real strict and stern, and, you know, and she just doesn't look like a very nice person, like yeah. a very friendly person. I I, and I'm not alleging that she is friendly but, or anything. But I'm just, but. I'm just, yeah, but you're right. The, my my assumption about her was just based on the few clips I've seen from the media. Yeah. Not actually, I've never actually saw an interview with her or heard her talk, other than just like in a press conference. But Giuliani is... I, I don't know what happened to him. He was really smart back in the eighties. He was a, yeah he taking cleaned, down mobsters and he was yeah he cleaned New York right up. Yeah, but over the years, I don't know what happened. I mean, I he's know. just getting older. I, Everyone gets older. Yeah, maybe it's just he's getting a little older and harder to. Because and sometimes it, he makes good points, a little like Trump. Sometimes, like sometimes the things he says isn't too far off. It's just that he has trouble wording it the right way. It sounds worse than it really is. You know, like. You know, so uh, I actually I have that problem, and it's <laughs> it's a common problem among very arrogant people. Um, <laughs> um, so I think uh, I mean after cleaning up a city, Giuliani. I mean, yeah. and he knows he did it. Like even even if the media try and say, oh, oh he, yeah. he he, he, he knows he did that. So I mean, there's kind of a little cockiness that goes along with that. He was one of the best um, mayors of New York. Yeah, at least in my lifetime. I mean, I I can't speak to the beginning since. You know, New York was founded, but yeah, and but Trump at least has in had recent times. You know, Giuliani and, was a great mayor. Yeah, and Trump has had like I mean, I know, I know the media tries to take him all away, but he has been successful in a lot of his life and a lot of what he's tried to do. So, I mean, he's he's got quite the arrogant. I mean, he and does. I've never I've never tried to hide the fact that Trump is an arrogant kind yeah. of piece of crap. But yeah, yeah, I I think sometimes and sometimes when people are really smart too. Yeah. Their, their mind thinks faster than their mouth. Yeah. And so it kind of gets bungled up, you know, (laughs) it gets in their mind and they start trying to say something. And then halfway through their sentence, they're like, their mind skips and like, okay, okay. Uh, you know, and then they have to change topics because like, okay, I want to jump right to where I'm thinking now because this is really good. And you kind of leave this and everyone's just like, what are you doing? You're just, yeah, (laughs) you're not finishing even one thought. You're just, you know, and you're just, you're just rambling up there, you know, where they're actually thinking, really deep you know things but it's just just it's so hard from the mind to get to the mouth fast enough and yeah and i'm not gonna claim that <laughs> yeah i i'm I just saying with some people i don't know if that's uh, their case but i know in some in some people i've seen that where yep. you know and uh, well and sometimes it, i'm sure it happens to you it happens to me sometimes if there's a topic i know a lot about and i'm really excited yeah i'll just like i'll start something and then like okay wait let me let me go back let me go you know and and it's just by the end of it the people are just like i don't oh, yeah, know what yeah. you're trying to say and I'm like, oh, it makes sense to me, Let me, you know, and, you know, so it happens sometimes, but I mean, it's not common with me all hold, the time. Hold but. the mic up closer oh. a little bit. So anyway, I'm going to have to get you a boom mic, so you don't a have to boom or a boom stand. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. It's uh, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. But so you said Whitmer has been. What is she for Time Magazine? She's been nominated Times or Person of the Year. They just how do uh, they do that? Is it's just like I have no idea how they are do they that. listing? I, I'm just curious because I've heard a couple of all I, people. All I know is that I was not asked my opinion, yeah. and I'm pretty salty about that. So yeah, 
I'm not sure why they keep overlooking us from person of people of the year. Yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of offended that I've not been asked. I know. To even be considered. I feel like Times is erasing my existence. They, I feel like very persecuted. I do too. And I, do uh, too. I, I think I should be compensated for that. I think I, we could own time we by could. the time this is done. We could. Let's do it. Do you think, do you think it's just because she had, quote unquote, a rough year? Is that, you know, like, oh, there was a kidnapping plot against her and Trump's been so mean to her. And I mean, like, why her over, you know, any of the other governors? Well, I mean, I know Cuomo has been talked about as a possibility, but but do you think it's what has she done that's been outstanding that would be that would lead her to be person of the year, do you think? Or why would they even consider her over everybody else? Put your tinfoil hat on. Uh, <laughs> we're diving deep. Okay. We're not going that no. deep. Okay. No, it's just the Democrat machine working. Uh, she was the one that was able to obtain the most government power while retaining the uh, somewhat compliance of her citizens. Like, Oh, I mean, to, yeah, you're right, to right get about a that. Bunch yeah. of Michigan, to get a bunch of, like, this Michigan looks like China. To get a bunch of Michiganders walking around in a place looking like China, that is kind of an accomplishment for communism. So. you Yeah, you might be right about that. I actually i heard something on the news and i've i've known this for a long time but michigan you know has like the militia michigan militia is very big yeah uh the, so, the sovereign citizen movement is very big in michigan and i and they were mentioning it, of course derogatorily on the news oh but yeah they said you know that michigan just is a hotbed for this kind of you know personal liberty and you know militias and sovereign citizens and and everything and you know when they were i think they were talking about um the kidnapping plot or alleged kidnapping plot um so you are right about that the fact that in a state where we pride ourselves on being on self-reliance on individual responsibility and limited government to be able to get them to comply pretty well yeah. i mean you know there's a few exceptions but you know, I guess would be considered an accomplishment. I mean, I mean how did she, she how did she do this? I mean, even looking back, I'm not sure how she pulled this off. She she so I, I labeled my last show day two hundred whatever in mm-hmm. fifteen days slow spread. <laughs> um, and that there may be a common theme to that when I can't think of a good show title. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's just like she started with fifteen days slow spread and even I was taken in by that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even she was taken in by that. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's hard even, to say. It's hard like, to say if that was her plot all along, or if yeah, I don't think, or she, if she was, you know, she thought I, she thought no. it would only take fifteen days, and then it just kept going. And no, 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 no. I don't think she thought it would only take fifteen days, and it just kept going. I you think, think she did. She knew I think that. She, I think she. I think she said fifteen days slow the spread. And she was like, "Wait a second. Everybody, listen. Every single person oh. in the state just did exactly what I said." Mm-hmm. Dramatic, <laughs> super dramatic, and then oh, I gotta, I gotta cut stuff. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I think she just she she was like, wow, everybody in the state just listened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how long I can keep this going. And maybe that wasn't after the two week mark. Maybe that was after you know the sent the legislature gave her the extension, mm-hmm. uh, the twenty eight day extension yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then you know. But eventually she started realizing, wow, these suckers are listening to me. They believe me. Mm-hmm. 
she presented no evidence. I was I was watching. She presented no real scientific right, data. Yeah. She presented no studies to back up her findings. Mm-hmm. She just kind of foistered what she thought would be good onto everybody in the state, yeah. and it worked. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. think we've got to think about, like, what kind of culture we have here in Michigan and how we can change it mm-hmm. in order to not allow something like this to happen again. Yeah, definitely. But um, that's actually a pretty decent segue into talking about um, the businesses that are Mm -hmm. defying our orders. There's a bunch of them. Big Boy and Sandusky. Or no. No. Sandusky. That's not in Michigan. No. Um, um, Crap. Saginaw? Saginaw. That's it. Big Boy and Saginaw. Uh, Mm -hmm. I can't remember the cities in my own state. (laughs) So they are... Refusing to close. Mm-hmm. They're being hit with a fine, I think $5,000, and they're having their liquor license suspended. No. Big Boy doesn't have liquor, do they? Honestly, don't know. I haven't been to Big, Big Boy. Boy. But I, I, doubt, Boy have... I doubt they have liquor, because it seems like it's more of a family restaurant. But... No. I think, that was, I think I'm getting that confused with a different restaurant. So... Either way, Big Boy's refusing to close. Um, oh, I know one of the things Big Boy, the, the franchise owners, yeah, the franchise are threatening owners. to take away the name. That's what they're doing. Yep, they're breaking off. Yeah, uh, Actually, they they, oh, did they, they they announced that they were breaking off from the franchise. Um, there was, oh gosh. All right, so I can't find the article, but it's uh, Sandusky, Ohio, mm, okay. that the Big Boy is in. Um they're, that's breaking away from the so they're they're under what is that Dewine, yeah, okay. under Dewine, yeah. So they're yeah they're defying Dewine's orders. Uh, we've got similar orders here in Michigan. Uh, a lot of businesses are defying that. Well, like I said, a couple of them are defying them. Yeah, I remember uh, reading, but I don't remember the names. But yeah, like in Grand Rapids, I, especially there's a yeah, couple of them. I talked about Gretch the Gretch the Grinch, um, thing that I saw on my show. Uh, somebody had a blow up thing of. Uh, the Grinch and had a sign around its neck that said Gretch the Grinch. So, <laughs> um, businesses are not happy with Whitmer's newest shutdown orders. Uh, well, you can only push them so far. Yeah. They're going to go out of business. They're going to lose their livelihood. Yeah. They can't continue this. No. So, I mean, you can continue it. Big Boy's an exception. They're at a franchise. But regardless, these smaller businesses can't. Uh, you know, if you're like Walmart or something where you have a large corporation headquarters, you can you can survive this. Yeah. But you know, if you're a little shopping Grand Rapids, this you're done for. This is this is actually the the peak time right now, right after Thanksgiving, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, is when they do most of their business for the year. Yep. You know, and they're all closed. And if they're all being forced to close, I mean. Oh, it's going to be great for Amazon and Walmart. And, right, yeah. You know, Target, yeah. all these big name brand stores and all the big tech, or all the Which big... Which is crazy because you hear all the progressives complaining about Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You know, like, oh, he shouldn't be getting rich during a pandemic and all that. Well, what do you expect when you shut down everything? Yep. Of course, you're going to have to go to online. We can't order anything. We can't go here. You know, so they can't have it both ways. You can't say everything needs to be shut down and then complain because online businesses are getting rich, The you know, becoming billionaires off of the pandemic well what do you think they should shut down to i mean what, what do you think we're yeah <laughs> what do you think is going to happen it's going to the shot their business is going to have to go somewhere so anyway my point is uh you know yeah it might have been fine when they had some money saved up like back in you know when was it march and april you know they shut down for a little while they were like okay well we'll we'll put up with it 
but now it's like okay i can't do it i just cannot do it yeah uh, and you know people sit there and complain like all these uh like i was just reading an article this morning and mm-hmm. i don't know why i can't find it it was talking about like oh all these businesses are doing the right thing mm-hmm. um you know why can't these other businesses fall in line and it's like what do you mean the right thing is to just take all of your life savings mm-hmm. and dump it down the toilet because secretary of state uh data or gen sec what, what the heck is she attorney um, general attorney general of yeah attorney general dana nessel says you know the right thing to do is to shut down like mm-hmm. that's it's ridiculous um and it's it's crazy that our elected officials that Again, it goes back to the culture. Well, how did these people get elected into our offices? Like, how did we get people into office that think that they have that much power over us? Mm-hmm. Just crazy to me. I know. I, I think people have become so complacent uh, about politics because for so long, they just danced around the edges. You know, like they didn't really do, I mean, you know, they had Obamacare and stuff, but for the most part, they didn't. They just tweaked the system. They didn't really do much tremendous change. So there didn't seem to be much difference between the two parties. Yeah. And we started voting more on like who we like better. You know, oh, this person's nicer on TV or this person's prettier or whatever. You know, we, we quit actually looking at issues because it, in the end it didn't really matter. And now we see elections have consequences. You see these things. I mean, Democrats are learning it. Um, from the Supreme Court justices that Trump's been able to put on, like, okay, you guys never cared about the Supreme Court until now. Yeah. Now suddenly everyone's like, oh, well, you know, well, this isn't fair. He's getting to appoint Supreme Court justice. What do you think happens when you elect somebody? That's their. That's one of the constitutional roles of the president. Same thing oh. here. You know, we elected the the uh, Whitmer and and Benson and um, Nesser Nessel, whatever her name is Nessel Nessel. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know why. I'm not sure why people voted for them, but my point is that they didn't. Now they see that. See, these things have consequences. It's not just a matter of PR, who looks better, who has a better press conference, who has a the better manner of speaking, or you know, this is just it's just dangerous. You know, at times like this, you see people's true colors, uh, and the colors aren't very good that we're seeing from. From Lake Whitmer. And I, I think you're exactly right where she, uh, you know, this might not have been her master plan from the beginning, you know, but once you start going down that road, it becomes more and more ridiculous. I noticed, you know, I, we've talked about California and even to some degree in New York, but you know, where they're taking away things that have, um, you know, they, they, uh, or even here in Michigan, they limited the sale of alcohol. Um, yeah. Right near now, I'm not a big Thanksgiving drinker. Actually, I, I don't really drink that much anyway. But regardless, uh, but what does that have to do with the COVID? <laughs> why? Why are they putting limits on alcohol? I don't understand that. Um, you know. And then they were saying, well, you can't have. If you have people over for Thanksgiving, I mean, or your family, not people over. If you have your family at Thanksgiving, uh, you don't want to make no loud music, nothing, you know, no loud music, no. Um, and then they also said, you know, uh, no alcohol, things like this. Like th- these things have nothing to do with COVID. It's just them now throwing in. Well, you know, either they're throwing in their own personal preference or 
they're really trying to see how far they can push the people, yeah. like what they can get away with. Yeah. Because why on earth are you banning alcohol? What does that have to do with COVID? What What does loud music have to do with COVID? Yep. <laughs> you know, now they're just throwing things in there. You can't you can't have Graham over for Thanksgiving because that would be wrong. You know, I mean, it, it almost seems like a joke. Like they're almost just testing the people like to see, you know, like they made a bet with somebody like, I'll bet we could get the people to do whatever we want. And they say, oh, no, Americans won't put up with that. <laughs> oh, watch. Wait and see. We'll see. <laughs> you know, and they just keep adding new restrictions, new restrictions, just to see how long That's, before uh, before someone breaks. And It's kind of a funny joke, but it's kind of scary <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I, I, because it's just, it's just getting ridiculous. They just keep adding more stuff. And then, you know, we don't even want to get started on the hypocrisy of Cuomo wanting to invite his family for Thanksgiving while telling everybody else that yeah. they can't have anyone over. Or and, Newsom getting together with the health department. No, was that Newsom? It, um, together with the heads of the health department for yeah. a big old banquet. Yeah, 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 at the French Laundry. Yeah, the French Laundry. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, again, you know, yeah. Oh, and it was it was a mistake. It was yeah. Well, and that's how we know that a lot of these restrictions are mm-hmm. not actually doing anything. They're just right. arbitrary. Is because like if the politicians don't think they're doing anything and they're not right. following them, mm-hmm. like, why should the people? That, right. that doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. They know it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Or else they would be following. They'd be saying, I want to be safe. Yeah. And you know, I and I want to do it. But their attitude is just, well, it doesn't matter because I know that doesn't really work. So I'm not going to wear a mask or I'm not going to not gather together. Yeah. But, you know, but we want you to not do it for whatever reason. Either. And the people that are screaming about masks the most only wear them for the cameras. Right. Every time they, every time they think the cameras are off, they rip some things off. Yeah. I saw, like that, I, I saw that clip at the Washington press corps. Yeah. Where they, uh, you know, they, there was some footage that was being streamed while they were waiting for Trump to come out, and no one was wearing a mask. And as soon as, as soon as they said, you know, two minutes, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, the camera, you know, people start pulling out the cameras. They put the masks on, and, yep. you know, and then so when the, you know, they could talk to their, you know, anchors or whatever, and you know, I'm here at CNN, you know, you know, talking, you know, at, uh, you know, Jim Acosta, that crazy guy. Oh yeah. Um, you know. I'm here wearing my mask, you know, we'll see if uh, Donald Trump's wearing his mask. You weren't wearing it five seconds ago. You wait until, you know, the camera started rolling, then you put on the mask real quick. Yeah. You know. It's amazing how he gets up in the morning and looks himself in the eyes, in the mirror. Yeah. And just says anything positive. Like, to to just, to do something like that, just put up your mask. Yeah. And then berate somebody for not wearing their mask when you weren't wearing one two seconds ago. And he's just I rude just, anyway. He's not even a reporter. No, no I, I can't stand him because I mean, I understand holding people accountable and wanting to ask questions, but he's just rude to Donald Trump. He's just completely rude. He just throws out rude comments and, and just, you know, the way he reports on Trump. I don't know why CNN keeps him there because he's, he's not effective at all. No. And Donald Trump hates him. It's not like, it's not like he and Donald Trump have a good relationship and you know, Jim, Jim Acosta is a jerk, but they put up with him because he has a good relationship with the president. Right. The president doesn't like him. The viewers don't like him, but they just keep him like, what are you accomplishing by keeping him in there? You know, Trump's never going to call on you. No. So he just keeps calling out these ridiculous. Are you a sore loser? You're going to concede, you know, you know, I, you know, just ridiculous, rude comments and oh, yeah. just throws him out there hoping he'll get a reaction from the president. Like, I don't know why he's even in the room. He'll get all all the all the coverage from Biden, though. I mean, have you seen some of the coverage of Biden so far or of? Uh, yeah, I guess it would be of Biden. It's so uh, the interview with Obama oh. um, on I think it was CNN. 
again, speaking of yeah, I think uh, crappy news networks. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Uh, Costa? Who, or No. Um, I don't remember who oh, it was. Uh, Anderson Cooper, Jake Tapper. Was it Wolf Blitzer? Mm. I don't remember who did the interview. I don't remember either. But he was sitting there just looking at Obama, and he was like, "I just, I just need to take this in for a little bit. I just need to, need to take in a little presidency, you know, presidentiality before, before oh, I get to God. Obama or I'll strain something." I'm like, "You need to take in a little presidentiality before <sighs> Biden, or you'll strain something." I'm like, I don't look forward to return of that. The fawning, the messiah complex that the media has for the democrats i mean they've already referred to biden's cabinet as the avengers oh gosh yes here we go here it comes this is gonna be a long four years it will be but we will have much mocking to do of (laughs) that is true many members of the media including the detroit free press um you know all the all the Michigan. I mean, all all the Michigan media will be doing the same thing. You know, fawning interviews, and oh, we'll yeah. be able to make fun of them the entire way. Yeah, and they probably will fail spectacularly. I'm talking about the the Biden administration. So oh yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to watch. Well, fun for the podcast. Yeah, fun not for the podcast. Fun for the country or the citizens. Yeah, or our state. Well, I mean, it could be fun for them too. But, give him a little, give him a little jolt in the butt, and make him wake up, and be like, "Oh yeah, that's politi- what I'm hoping." Politics for. is important, actually. Yeah, that that's that's what I was pointing. I'm glad you brought that up. That was yeah. the point I was getting at with how we become complacent. Politics is important, and so many people are like, "Eh, politics." I don't like talking about it. I don't like thinking about it. Politics, but it, you know, it is very important. Look what Jim. Look what do, you, happens. do you know? You know what? What where the the word politics comes from, right? And what it actually is. Um, I've probably heard, but go ahead and refresh my memory. Yeah, so I don't, I don't actually know. That's why I was asking. Oh, so uh, <laughs> are you serious? But, no, uh, oh. no. I was like, oh no, he set me up for one, and I no. didn't have the answer. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so it's it's basically um, it's it's obviously Greek. Mm-hmm. Uh, it refers to the way in which we live together in society. Oh. So politics, uh, to use that word. Uh, it, it, it implies everything about us. How do we function in society together? This includes masks. This includes, mm. you know, who's running our government effectively. Is is yeah. it is it a bunch of uh, appointed bureaucrats or is it mm-hmm. the people that we elected to run us? Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be, you know, are we going to be run by the Michigan Department of Health, Health and Human Services? Right. Or are we going to be run by a governor that's going to... Um, govern in a constitutional way mm-hmm. these are the big questions and I think really kind of the vision that we're trying to promote here I think both of us are definitely trying to promote that vision of a you know a constitutional representative republic we both like the constitution we're yeah. both constitutional guys yeah um, so let me let me kind of think of where i was going with that because i i kind of got off on a, a tangent and then i forgot all right had to take a second there re, re, regroup <laughs> so and that's a different vision than what democrats are offering right the uh the you're run by um the scientists that we've appointed and you're run by the right. people that we've hired and 
you don't have absolute control over and they're allowed to make laws and they're allowed to shut down your business and they're allowed to do all these things. And so I think, you know, we definitely want to be a voice in Michigan against that view Mm -hmm. because I don't like, I don't like people that think that they know me better than me running my life. Right. It generally doesn't go very well, Mm -mm. especially when they think you're, you know, a piece of garbage and you can't even think for yourself. Exactly. Generally leads to tyranny. So, Mm -hmm. um, and which which kind of leads us into you know, uh, you know I think it, it it's going to be really really important in the coming months to support news that is not biased that is not well even that is biased but that will still report on the truth even when it right, yeah. you know even when it cuts against their narrative. Um, the Daily Wire is going um, full investigative journalist. Um, they're going to have a team that's putting out, um, you know, actually investigating things. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're going to be having some breaking articles. And um, so that would be, you know, a good place to get your national news. Uh, Your Michigan news is still just us. So, uh, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. There's actually quite a few. uh, There's a couple guys. There's a couple. um, Over in Grand Rapids that Mm -hmm. are really good. They're conservatives. They'll give you you what they're, uh, Justin... What is his name? I don't remember. I'll have to find their names and put them up somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess that'll about do it for today. Um, we're going to try and get together a little bit more often. We've got... Uh, yeah, definitely. Maybe when the Georgia runoffs... Um, when are they supposed to take place? It's in December, but I don't know the exact date. Okay. I'll have to get back to you on that one. Okay. Maybe once those happen, we'll have to get together and talk about what's going on we with should, the Senate. Because that, that'll and be we'll a have, huge impact to what happens in the next two years. Yeah. And yes. then we'll have a lot more of an idea of where everything's going with the Trump campaign and yeah, we should know the presidency. Because right around that time, the Electoral College will meet. And I really don't think there's going to be a lot they can do after the Electoral College yeah. votes. So we've got a window of maybe less than a month, a couple weeks. Yep. Until the runoff and the Electoral College meets. And we'll know then. Yep. So What's we'll have to get together again very soon and talk about that. Yeah. Sounds um, great. Yes. Awesome. So, guys, everybody, thank you for listening. Don't. Oh, my goodness. I'm talking really loud. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry about the, the volume control problems during this show. Um, I'm not going to go through and fix them because uh, that takes way too much time. And I have a lot of crap to do for college. So uh, we we will be back next week. Um, hopefully we'll be better at this whole, uh, (laughs) using microphones thing and my whole new rig and, uh, yeah. So we will see you then. Uh, don't forget to be following us on Facebook. Um, get on MeWe. Uh, I know it sounds dumb, but (laughs) get on MeWe. So did Twitter at first too. I thought Twitter was a ridiculous name and And now it's just a household name. So get on MeWe, uh, follow us there. Um, you know, subscribe to our website. We're putting out um, not very much stuff, but <laughs> but it's free content. So <laughs> please take our stuff, take our pathetic content, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, thank you for listening. We will be back with you uh, regular shows next week, Jim. Yep. Okay. Cool. Will. So we will see you then. Uh, thank you for listening, and have a great and very thankful Thanksgiving. See you guys. Bye.